0: I am unashamed. What about you,
1: Jason <laughs> Just just rolled in. So, Jay, you got? I know you got your golf shirt on. No, it's good. We're it's I, at the I, golf club. I just club. love
2: seeing Jason in, in a collared shirt for once.
1: <laughs> well, there's a story.
3: Hell, <laughs> can I, you believe it? Jason has a story, Dan. I had to put this shirt on just to get in this place.
0: The rednecks are in town. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh we've actually taken over the golf club we just the, we ran everybody out of here one of the cart boys said uh sir
3: you need to have a collared shirt on I was like <laughs> One moment, please. <laughs> so one. <laughs> I'm gonna play golf later.
0: <laughs> I'm always suspect of any human being who walks up to me and say, "Around here, you need a collar or something of that sort." Uh-huh. I'm a little bit suspect of them. <laughs> That's the barrier to entry. Playing golf, I mean, what's the you know what's the big deal there? That's right. <laughs> Makes the ball go straighter. So he, so
2: you guys are on the on a on your beach on a family beach trip, right?
1: Yeah, this is our right. yearly our yearly pilgrimage south. The whole family comes down. It, we call it EBP, Larry. It's everybody but Phil. And, <laughs> and so that I was that was my out. question.
2: now. that was my question
0: because Phil, where awesome. where are you there? I cry all night long. <laughs> I cry all night long just missing being down there on a hot sandy beach with sand getting in every orifice of your body. The sun is burning you up. There's half-naked women going around. It's just this side of hell, in my opinion. And you have to have a collar or you can't hit the ball. Yeah, yes. oh, Man. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Too many rules. Yeah.
4: I don't
1: think that's cut out for uh, the beach. No, no, evidently not. Yeah. So, we, yeah, we're down here on our yearly trip, and so we decided we would try this. We've never done this before. Jason and I are uncomfortably close to one another uh, here on this. Um, as, as well, we-
3: here's, here's, here's the back story. We, we played here at the Peninsula when they say it, they lower their... You gotta go, the peninsula. Yeah. The peninsula. And it, I'm, I'm looking at this. Oh, the just... view we're having is spectacular. It was too bright to show y'all, but it was, it's amazing. So Al asked them if we could do the podcast here, and they were like, sure, and we'll let you play golf. So I was like in.
1: Yeah. But they yeah. left
3: out the memo about the collared shirt just to get in. the. I knew you needed to wear one when you're playing, but I thought we're good. We're in podcast mode, not in golf mode. Well,
1: apparently the memo didn't get all the way through the staff. So, uh, But we're here now. And so we we want to welcome uh, Larry Bowles, one of our good buddies. And we're going to hear more about him a little bit later. And of course, our old friend Ryan Lee is back. Yes. Uh, Ryan is a director of One Kingdom, He's, as well as uh, one of our uh, fantastic worship leaders uh, at WFR so we're glad to be here I feel like before we get going though we need to you know last week on the podcast we reported that Bobo had bitten Miss K, and so I thought we were just keeping that amongst ourselves the unashamed nation but apparently someone <laughs> yeah, out <evidently> there not. <laughs> contacted a media outlet and here we go no it just showed you
3: that Fox News was actually listening I guess to the true. podcast. I guess that's yeah. true. They
1: said breaking. That's what I found funny. Breaking, 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 news. breaking news. It was breaking three breaking days ago. <laughs> so just just so our audience, and I guess Fox News or whoever else is listening will know, uh, Miss Kay is getting better. She did come with us on the trip. She, she, she looks way better. She yeah. looks way better. Her lip is healing, so she's doing well. No infections, so all good a week later. Also, Bobo is doing fine. He's in therapy now. Dad has got him, is doing some therapy with him while he's, we're away. Oh, you may need to do a whole podcast about that.
0: (laughs) It's pretty interesting that several people at the thing down in Natchitoches, uh, the uh, Hall of Fame thing, that several people told me the same thing happened to their family members, wow. and I was a little surprised. I thought it was a, mm-hmm. a very rare thing, but evidently, maybe not. I got to say it—it's it, happened to me. How has it? It has happened to me.
2: So, I—we we, in our house, we like to scare each other. I don't know if this is kind of an mm. odd uh, tradition. Yeah. So, we like to. Me and my wife like to hop around the corner and scare oh, each other so i had a, a dog
4: that's a death sentence if i do that to Kathy. <laughs> well, we, we i, I mean dog. i'm not scared to anything but i'm scared to death of her well that, you know I this mean? is She's i've just, learned my
2: lesson now okay. because my dog taught me dogs laying there and i thought you know what i scare my wife i scare my kids why don't i try and sneak up on the dog and give it the old eh. and uh dog turned around bit me right in the nose and you know, I'm just gushing blood, and yeah. Well, you there know. you go. And, the, and so, and the dogs looking at me like, "All right, is we going the thumbs up, thumbs down?" I was like, "No, thumbs up. That was my fault." That Probably was my more
0: fault. common than you would think, Al. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well,
1: apparently <laughs> so. And and, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna report this, Dad, because I was impressed last night. The whole family, our, everybody but you uh and and willie's not here this year either but everybody you so mom has given us the play by play because not everybody had heard the whole story from her only what we had read in the news but um so so she's telling the story and she, i said well did dad say why would a woman you know wake a sleeping dog because dad usually does a little blame assessment before we get about the proceedings of healing and helping but i said did he do that and she said nope She said he didn't do that at all. In fact, he said, I'm so sorry uh, this happened to you, Miss Kay. And I was like, Dad has, I mean, like, that was really good, Dad. That was amazing. I I have to say I was kind of
0: shocked. Hey, well, when I'm in my 20s, suck it up, you can take it. I mean, you know, these days, you know, some I've, dirt mellowed, on I've mellowed through the years there, old first son. <laughs> yeah, 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 right.
2: <laughs> uh, so, Al, what you're saying is when you when you skin your knee, your father
0: didn't come to you and say, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I told Miss Kay, I said uh just get used to it because it's a ongoing phenomena i said all them chicks out there in la and new york you know i said you're gonna have a little meeting i think with the botox crowd you know wow. puff up your lips a little bit there you know smooth them right on out <laughs> so they said they can uh they think they can fix it without like uh, uh what mainline surgery they think yeah. they can kind of fix it you know and tie it back together a little bit a little little gap in there you know but it wouldn't bother me. I love the woman. Lips, lips or whatever. I told her. I said we're gonna start calling you Booger Lip. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> she didn't
1: laugh. <laughs> well, someone told us sometimes they'll take some uh, f- some fat, fatty tissue from your posterior and inject in there to fix yeah. it. So I guess then if she could just say, kiss my butt and that'd be a kiss on the lips. I mean, guess <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it could happen hey. that way, right? <laughs> it's a whole but new The meat.
0: doctors are, that she's healing rapidly. So uh, it was just a tough thing to see, you know? Yeah.
1: It one is, it was things. an accident, but it's it it's all good. So I want to mention one more thing too. Last week we did our first podcast in front of a live audience in, in uh, Dallas at the National Religious Broadcasters. Mm-hmm. And that was a lot of fun. We had a blast. I thank all those people for turning out. It was a lot of fun. Jace had an event right after, another live event with The Chosen. So I want you to mention that, Jace, because Dad and I weren't there. We were doing some other things. So tell us kind of how that went. Sorry, Podcast Nation. That Chosen experience was
3: amazing. That crowd was awesome. He said they sold out in eight minutes. Wow. And they were raucous for the Lord. So we, we watched the new episode, which was season two, episode six. Yeah. And I think episode seven comes out Wednesday, which I don't even know what day it is. It's Monday, days. Okay. <laughs> so in two days, but they may be listening to this later. When you hear it's this, old. it'll have been yeah. released. He's yeah. on
4: vacation. You're not supposed to know what yeah, day yeah. it is. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I usually don't know what day it is,
1: <laughs>
2: just on a daily basis. <laughs> you, you're you're allowed to do that on vacation but that's a daily event for jace i'm guessing no jace's life is uh, a vacation you gotta Remember, you me? <laughs>
3: last, last night i was in deep in an alabama jungle at at right at dark in july or is Ooh. it july yet no it's still, I, it's still in, right, june. in june <laughs> i also don't know what month it is <laughs> Doesn't even know the month.
0: good grief
3: i went metal detecting and uh man i got turned around next thing you know i'm in i'm in the jungle baby <laughs> but, did you go uh, with chef chris i did yeah and uh we got separated and you know it was one of those deals i saw him six hours later truck <laughs> at dark oh, no wonder Wait. you were late getting i was that. like
4: chris <laughs> <laughs> nothing <laughs> about
3: an hour later chris <laughs> <laughs> nothing then finally about dark i said chris he said Jace. i said oh yeah <laughs> all right i figured it out we were uh metal detecting so it was it was it was an adventure but when The Chosen, we watched the episode, it was one of the better episodes, which they're all awesome. And the crowd mm-hmm. was just vibrant. And Dallas Jenkins and his wife, Amanda, had asked us to like, cause they have a, they, they released the episode live. So there's like a half a million people watching them. Mm-hmm. And he said, after the episode, we'll introduce y'all and, and right. kind of get your thoughts. I was so they brought thinking, you up on stage. Well, yes. But I when I was looking at they moved four stools up there, and they were already up there, Dallas and his wife. And I I don't know what I was thinking. I thought they were just someone was going to come down and hand me a mic. What do you think about it? Great, fantastic. <laughs> and we move on. But I leaned over to Missy and I said, we're fixing to get on that stage. And she's like, Yep because you don't know what's gonna we literally did not know what was fixing to happen and the crowd was so big and they were just filled with energy i'd like to Mm. pack all those up and take them with me Mm. and so we got up and i think we were up there like maybe 30 minutes and we talked about the episode and just what they do at the chosen and it was one of the
1: better experiences of my life it was it was awesome well I have to and I have to thank Unashamed Nation because you're the ones that let us know about it. We didn't know, we kept getting emails, and I mentioned it two or three times. Jason and Missy finally watched it first and then kind of clued us into it. So you guys they caught now it's the chosen army and unashamed nation. We're saying if we join yeah. forces together, there's Ooh, nothing well, Watch I'm gonna out. tell you what, this, this
3: army is enthusiastic.
1: <laughs>
3: and I like that uh, phrase Dallas kept making for the fun for the Lord. For his, Rock us for the Lord. Well, I, the first the thing Lord. I said, I said, if somebody just stumbled by here, I said, I'm not I'm not going to kid you. They would think that whatever was going on in here, that we were drunk.
4: <laughs> and everybody kind of <laughs> chuckled. Well, drunk on the speed. I mean, these people yeah. were hollering. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, th- that's so me what they t- assumed t- in Acts, you know? It's like these men are drunk. Oh, no. No, no, no. Mm hmm.
3: And so I said, but we're just going to tell them that we're high on Jesus. And That's when I right. said that, I thought they were going to blow the roof off the thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Then I, I quoted Ephesians 5, you know, don't get drunk on wine, but, yeah. but be filled with the Spirit, sing. And yeah. so when I said sing, I looked at Missy and pointed, but she looked at me like, don't, don't, don't do yeah. that, <laughs> yeah.
4: She didn't, that, that was a cue. It's like, drop it now. And then she didn't, yeah. She didn't yeah, pick I thought up she, she might Q. just launch
3: into song. Yeah, just right. exactly.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh, Dallas kept making fun of my accent. And I'm like, look, bud, after about the third time, I said, we're in Dallas.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's from Chicago.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, careful. <laughs> yeah, these
3: people understand me. I wasn't gonna say anything,
1: but you're the problem here. <laughs> so, talk about I'll talk about my accent in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's take a break. So we talk a lot on podcasts about the possibility uh, of having your home title stolen online. It's hard to believe that People can do this, but I guess like anything else, they invent ways of doing evil, as we talked about before. And so with so many people online, it opens you up for these uh, for this cybercrime. So you ask yourself that and you say, could it really happen? Well, we have actually a testimonial uh, from a thief who has stolen over 150 homes. He was sentenced to 25 years in prison, which shows why you need But after hearing that, I think I need to go to HomeTitleLock.com and register my address to make sure that I'm not already a victim. You enter the code RADIO and you're going to get 30 free days of protection. And so they're going to let you know, make sure that you had not already been stolen, protect you and then you can hook up with these guys and protect your home title. That's HomeTitleLock.com, use the code RADIO, get 30 free days of protection. So, uh, so, Dad, you said you had a little. Tell us what you tell these guys what we've been studying in Romans, and then we're going to hear a little bit from. Uh, I want to hear a little bit about Larry's sermon yesterday. He guest he guessed preached yesterday at WFR, and we gave him a real easy text, so I want him to
0: talk about that. <laughs> uh, right. he, he lays out the, he lays the groundwork for the rest of the book of Romans with the first opening line: a, "Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle." and set apart for the gospel of God, that's one, the gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets, that's two, in the holy scriptures regarding his son, who as to his human nature was a descendant of David, and who through the spirit of holiness was declared with power to be the son of God by his resurrection from the dead, more gospel. And then he mentions grace instead of law, So all in Rome, verse 5 or 6, 7 there, who are loved by God, grace and peace be with you. He brings up the gospel again in verse 9, the third time, fourth time, God whom I serve with my whole heart in preaching the gospel of his son. The message in there is nothing gets changed from then to now. So you get to Romans 1, 16, just a little further down, well, still with 15. That's who I am. I'm eager to preach the gospel. There it is again. Mm-hmm. Also to you here in Rome. And then again in 16. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, which this podcast is all about. Mm-hmm. Because it, the gospel, is the power of God, not law, not a law of works. Sure. He's gonna break all that down. Chapter two, chapter three. The theme that he lays out in chapter one, Al, it keeps reoccurring and he's redundantly saying, it's by grace you're saved. It's for everyone, Jew and Gentile. Mm -hmm. I'm quoting verses here that are to follow Romans one. And it's, it's, it's Jesus coming down in flesh, dying on a cross, being buried and raised from the dead. He also hammers the response to that faith and being baptized in water, writes Romans 6, and he just lays the groundwork in Romans 1. I just think from time to time everyone needs to look at Romans 1 and look at Romans 2 when people reject that mm-hmm. and the problems that they are that because they don't think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. He gives them over to a depraved mind, and we use those verses to say whether... 2000 years ago or present history mm. the story is exactly the same and we're here for the very reason paul was that's exactly right. just one point
1: <clears throat> pretty good i one. like it it's pretty good so Larry, you uh, we gave you uh, Romans seven, which is where we've been in the text, and right. that's uh, we talked about it on the podcast a little while back because we're up around nine and ten now. Yeah. But uh, get, I, I had I didn't get to hear the sermon. Neither did Dad. Jace heard the sermon. What do you think? about Well, that?
3: Here, let me, Larry. I don't normally do this, but I'm gonna, Yesterday, uh, I didn't know what that was. It was Sunday, <laughs> of course he did. we are on vacation
4: because
3: right. right. we're at the right. beach, and yeah. I lost track yeah. where, where we were at. You're, all, you're off the so grid. My, yeah, off the I'm grid. I'm off the grid. So my wife sends me this at 1125, because she's she's on the beach, and I'm in the house on the beach. <laughs> if I go down to the beach, I'm either metal detecting or fishing.
4: Right.
3: But I can't just go out there and just sit. That just yeah. seems embarrassing. <laughs> so <laughs> she sends me this text. This is your lead in. She says, did you just listen to Larry Bowles? Question mark. If not, stop everything you're doing and listen to that sermon. Incredible with like- 18 exclamation points. 18 exclamation points. points. So I did, I stopped what I was doing because she doesn't (laughs) normally do that. And uh, so I went in and listened to it, which I was shocked that it was so the good. Stream, no, I was shocked the stream allowed you to listen to it right after it. had just oh, happened. Oh, yeah. I this. thought, boy, this is good luck with that. Wow. That's gone. No, you
1: can yeah. watch it. So, Larry, it was. It, I, I love it. It was awesome. Let's talk about it. Yeah, give us a, give us a little thumbnail. If I, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, so tell us kind of how, you're, how you approach that text.
4: Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> well, first, with uh... – an eye roll when, uh, uh, they called and said, this is what you got. <laughs> I said, gee, thanks. So, uh, but easily one of the most, um, difficult theologically and one of the most controversial, uh, chapters in the book of Romans. I mean, I say that nine is pretty rough, uh, as well in Paul's anguish over the loss of, of unbelieving, uh, people that were supposed to get it, you know? And, it's just, uh, it's where the grace of God uh, comes head on with our sin. And what Romans 9 does, um, I think in so many ways, is it, it's like all of Scripture. Uh, Hebrews four twelve, you know, the Word of God is living and active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, and it divides us and penetrates and splits us in half, you know, bone from marrow, and it shoves you in a corner, and it forces you to choose. Um, and it, it doesn't stop there. It goes on to say that it judges the thoughts and intentions of the human heart. And I made the point that we think we read the Bible, um, but we don't. We, the Bible reads us in many ways, and, and it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict us of sin, uh, and so when, like Phil's talking about, you come up to, to Romans one eighteen and following, and you know, th- there's just so much uh, debate over that whole, that whole narrative, and, and, and people are like, well, I've done a Greek word study on all that, and I don't really think it means... It. Really? That's your plan, is to argue your interpretation of Romans one eighteen and following at the seat of judgment? You might want to rethink that um and is that that god is
3: let me ask you this uh because i'm how, how would you say the why is this controversial on the roman seven okay. and, and i wanted to clarify like some some of the people that listen they're like what well, what is the greek language got to do with any of this but you know this was they didn't speak english <laughs> and so we then Translate it, you know. But I, I wanted to know because I I try to guard myself from negative
4: yeah, fodder. I guess the, the biggest knows? controversy in Romans seven is what it does in the end, uh, because in in verses fourteen through twenty five, people say this can't be Paul's Christian experience. Uh, it's clearly set in the present. He uses the words I, me, and my almost forty times in twelve verses. And it's everything's present tense. Uh, And so he is writing not about anybody else, not about himself. And so the theologians are all over the map on this. But it's clear uh, to me that this is part and parcel um, here. He ends up in, in, in 25 and he says, you know, in my mind, I am a slave to the law of God, the desire of my heart. If the, if the desire of your heart is Christ in you, the hope of glory, then God is only obligated to give us one thing, and that's the desire of our heart. And people are like, oh, guys, good news. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> but <clears throat> if, if, the, if the desire of our heart is Christ in us, the hope of glory, he will move heaven, earth, and hell to make that happen he's going to work all things together for good for those that love him and are called according to his purpose but if your desire is for the things of the earth and not just evil just you know if you want all the stuff the world offers eat drink be merry build bigger barns for your stuff it's all good he'll let you have it
3: yeah he, he made that point you made that point yesterday and I, I thought it was a good point because yeah. it it helped explain Romans 1 when it says, therefore, God gave them over. He
4: come, yeah, three times in um, that What ought
3: Not to be done. Yeah, and I tried to explain that. Why is it? Also, so why is it yeah.
4: controversial? Is that here's Paul indwelt by the Holy Spirit, inspired as he's writing these words, and yet at the end, he says, in my heart's desire, I want I want Jesus. I want everything Jesus is. Uh, everything else is garbage compared, but in my sinful nature in this flesh i am a slave
0: to the law of sin what a wretched man i am who's going to rescue me from this body of death right right but and
4: so i'm already you know the kingdom of god has already come but it's not yet fulfilled Mm -hmm. why do we struggle with sin even though we're in Christ? Already we have been saved. We have been redeemed. There is now, therefore, no condemnation for those that are in Christ. That's off the table. Yeah. However, struggle with sin is not yet.
1: Yeah. Hang on, let's uh, <clears throat> hang on, Dad. Let's, let's take a break. So, Dad, uh, when someone asks you what has changed the most since you uh, got famous and got rich, which by the way, it usually happens in that order. Um, what do you tell them? The
0: menu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you know he was gonna say that? I knew he was gonna say that because I've heard him say that many, many times. Mm-hmm. I was hoping he was gonna say it uh, because one of the, the menu for us that's changed is we ate a lot of hamburgers uh, at best when we were young, but now we eat a lot of you know filet and ribeye steak and a lot of really fine Uh, parts of the cow that we couldn't quite afford in the old days so that's probably the biggest change for us we got one of our our new sponsors uh called moink which i love the name you know moink because you gotta i guess you cross between a cow and a pig and uh, they uh, they grass feed their their beef and they have lamb and chicken and pork and they got alaskan salmon and all this really cool stuff They're all raised uh, outdoors they they're going to send you stuff if you go to moinkbox.com robertson you also get a year of bacon for free just because you're a part of the unashamed audience which is awesome join the moink movement today go to moinkbox.com slash robertson right now you get free bacon for a year that's moink m-o-i-n-k dot com slash robertson
0: the mediating work of christ looms much larger when you think let's see so everything in the past including my sinful nature has been cut away i'm in jesus and in him there is no sin it's protected but that mediating work, you say, and no sin will ever be counted against me. Right. If I'm honest with God, I just give them to him. The blood continues to remove whatever sin I will ever commit. Yeah. It's a, at least a comforting thing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of mind tends to be uh, more righteous Than saying, I I did this on my own and I can work my way to heaven and I'll get there based on my works. Yeah. We're just not good enough. No. I love that. The the desires of
2: your heart. You know, and Jace, you were speaking to this earlier that I think that gives a clearer picture of the wrath of God. Mm -hmm. You know, we think of, I, I think a lot of people think of God as this. You know big wrathful what what, what is the wrath? waiting to zap you <laughs> yeah but really truly if you you know in romans 1 you know jace was referencing earlier in verse 24 therefore god gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another they exchanged the truth about god for a lie mm-hmm. and worshiped and served and created things rather than the creator who was forever praised so really the wrath of god is just that he will turn you over to yourself right. and the, the the worst thing that he can do to you is to turn away from you right and to not be and to not be with god that's the worst thing that we could and nothing
0: answer. has changed on that matter for two thousand years right. right at it. nothing has changed right. same same story right worldwide mm-hmm.
3: i use the example of uh the prodigal son when the father let the son go as it relates to Romans one, because he was like, "Give me my stuff, give me my inheritance," and yeah. you know, he's like, "Okay," and which made me get my head around it. I wanted to say this: we we hadn't talked about this before, but one of the, in quotation marks, controversial thing about the episode I watched in the in the Chosen, because I didn't know this Romans seven was controversial. I've always read that and thought, "Wow." that really sums up our daily right. grind yeah. of right. keeping the right. old self buried and the Holy Spirit flourishing. Right. And I, I like that struggle, when you made mm-hmm. that point about the struggle. But the chosen, they, they've already come out and said, this is not Bible. We're taking the followers of Jesus and we're using our imagination. They got mm-hmm. Jesus right, but they're taking yeah. their imagination and they're building uh, scenes that are reasonable. Mm Storyline. Yeah. But 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 make you look at yourself. And one of them they had was Mary, who uh Mary Magdalene. They had a moment where she had a a fallback into temptation from her previous life that had been in a in a earlier episode. And I could tell he was nervous about that. And I, you know, after the show I said, I'm so glad you did that. Because if we're here thinking us as, as followers of Jesus, we want to think that none of us have any problems. We all got it on straight. Right. And when you think back to the followers of Jesus, you know they messed up just like we do countless yep, right. times. and so right. they took that moment and they didn't they didn't just leave it there. She then had this confrontation with Jesus because she came to our senses right. like we do on a daily basis. And that that moment where they had this conversation, I mean, I, I got teared up because yeah. I thought, I've been there. Yeah. And uh, he, he said two words, he said, look up. <laughs> and uh, Dallas said, you know, there's the gospel in those two words. Right. And she looked up and he's like, you're forgiven. Yeah. And it was just, it was really powerful. But oh. I made the point in the after the show, as I said, you know what, don't fret about somebody emailing or calling saying, hey, man, that wasn't in the Bible. She didn't, you know, she's not in a Bible. But, you know, they they've said repeatedly that if you, you know, read the Bible to get the Bible, this, we have Jesus portrayed here, and these are the characters, and they use their imagination. But I thought, I don't want to be in the camp that's griping, about how something's done, especially when there's so much trash out there in the yeah. movie world, when somebody's yeah. actually doing something <clears throat> awesome yeah. that makes you reflect to your own life. Just think yeah. how difficult right. that is.
4: Well, Jason, it's the same thing. I mean, to answer your question on why that's controversial, attacks like that when you're trying. every, We've got these boats. You guys got boats. And when a boat leaks, what's happening? taking it on water. Clock's running, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you're trying to patch all the holes in the boat. Clock's and running. so we've got these little theological boats or doctrinal boats that we try to keep watertight. And there's caulk and duct tape and everything. And then what Jesus does with a, a text like <laughs> Romans 7 is he comes and, and starts kicking holes in your boat. And everybody's <laughs> trying to patch their doctrine. See, they they're trying to they're not trying to I, I think be taught by something. They're trying to patch a hole and save the integrity of their doctrine. Um and all the time, why is Jesus kicking holes in it? He wants to move us away. The Bible says, lean not to your own understanding. He wants us to move us away from doctrines and our own theology into a thing called trust and faith. You know, and I just I don't have to know everything that's going on in the book of Revelation. You know, you got premillennialism and amillennialism and panmillennialism. I I, I well, I'm a pan millennialist and people are like i have not heard of that What is what is a pan millennialist I believe if you got Jesus on your forehead that it's going to pan out <laughs> in, you know in the end is that I I I I don't care where this goes down how it goes down if I am with Jesus Christ I I've got this yeah. amen um
1: and so Larry, I thought when you were giving that illustration, in my mind, I went back to that. You remember that infomercial where the guy was in the glass boat, and he was showing how you could patch it up? And I thought, that what, what you... Oh, wow. Remember that guy? That's Flex. Yeah, is yeah. that the Flex Seal? Yeah, Flex Seal. So yeah. he said, "Who would build a boat?" But <laughs> right, right, right. I, did. <laughs> I did. So, so then I thought, if you if you ride in glass boats, don't throw rocks. Yeah, I mean, there yeah, you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay.
4: But it's you know when you're trying to when you're trying to bolster the the basis of your you know it, it, this is true in a lot of things like I, I you know prosperity gospel and that sort of thing, uh, when when you're saying come to Jesus and everything is going to just be rosy and you won't have any more trouble. Mm. Paul, it, that's the antithesis of, yeah. of what Paul is saying yeah. in Romans 7, and it's not a popular thing. You know, message. there's
0: a difference between <clears throat> walking. Hey, Dad, let's, let's take another break. Right.
1: Jason, I guess a common theme for you and I as we've shared the gospel with a lot of people through the years is people are messy. Yeah. Have you noticed that? And so, you know, even even on the right side of the cross, people have problems because, you know, sin has an effect on people, on marriages, on families. And so one of the things that we encourage people to do is to find counseling that really helps them. And we're all kind of redneck triage counselors, I would say, Jay's, me, you and dad and, and our families. We're not really trained for that, but you you do need a guide sometimes just to help get you through some things. And you need a Christian guide to be able to do that. So one of our sponsors is a company called Faithful Counseling. And I really like these guys because obviously they're doing you know a lot of great work out there and they're doing it online, uh, which is a big help. So if, if you need some help, uh, whether it's in your marriage, your relationship, just personally, maybe your children having some issues, Check these guys out. Go to faithfulcounseling.com slash unashamed. You're going to fill out a questionnaire. They're going to assess your needs and they're going to match you with a great counselor. So it's faithfulcounseling.com slash unashamed and get the help you need.
0: There's a difference between walking in darkness Mm -hmm. and walking in the light. Mm -hmm. If you're known to be your mouth full of cursing, immorality, lying, stealing, shooting, burning, if you're known for that, it's a walk that everyone recognizes. Mm-hmm. And the ones who walk in the light, you can see it. Yeah. You can see God in people. And if you don't see God in people, us in particular, where are you going to find him? Right. So his people are being viewed so we could make every effort to walk in the light as he's in the light mm-hmm. he's there to forgive us when we make a mistake but uh, to get up and be known for a hellish evil behavior or whatever uh, it uh, it's not logical yeah mm, it's not funny. logical Hey, oh, hey
1: Ryan hey Ryan so uh, I wanna talk for the we, the rest of our time about what Larry is doing and you guys tell a little bit about it, his mission and how we met. Uh, I will say to our audience, if you go to wfrchurch.org and go to our live stream, you can watch that sermon. So we just gave a little thumbnail, but it's, it's, it's and, what, and I'll be doing the same. And thing.
3: before you say that, and you can support his ministry. And uh, I've I shared this before, I think the last time you're on, I became a supporter of his ministry the first time I heard him spoke. Yep. And I, I said, told Missy to write a check, and uh, she's like, "Well, they're gonna tell you that was back when I had a financial. Part. They're gonna tell you to, you know, write it to some." I said, "Write the check. I'm, I'm, I'm making a move right now. <laughs> We're being a panhandler or whatever. We're joining yeah. the, what do you say, a pan, pa- yeah. pan panmillenials? Yeah." because i'm a jesus on the forehead right. and it'll pan yeah. out I i've, like I've that. used that that's in I, athens talking to Farsi speakers. Yeah.
4: i've used that illustration in athens talking to farsi speakers and not everything translates you know <laughs> as i have to explain panning it's gonna pan so overall right? how yeah. is
0: your work in athens greece it is amazing because um, all i have the all i have to to look at <laughs> is uh, when the Apostle Paul <laughs> ran up on the Epicurean scholars mm, yeah, and whatever, back 17. you know, and Plato and Aristotle. So yeah. from there, two thousand years later or, or more, oh. what's what's going on now in Greece? Oh, man. Um, well, okay. As far as the gospel is concerned. Oh, the
4: gospel is concerned. Uh, well, starting with, you know, that Acts 17 and that message that Paul delivers on, on Mars Hill. I know you've been there. I saw a thing that you yep. stood on that hill and just sure. standing in that spot's amazing.
0: It was eerie. It was eerie. Yeah. And
4: did you see the, it's in Koine Greek and it's uh, Acts 17 in a big bronze plaque that they put in the side of that. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and it's ex- those exact words. Um, and it's so cool to stand in that spot and to, to hear him say that that God does not live in a temple made by hands and. There's the Acropolis in right the there. background. Right, there yeah, it was, right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So it's uh, you talk about a backdrop. Most of
0: them are on the less. ground now, but when he walked out there, they were all standing. <laughs> it, was, it
4: would. Can it you imagine yeah. what that
0: looked like? And uh, Zeus's temple, just right
4: below that, to the side, and and so yeah, it would have been in its full glory at the
0: time. Are they aware, the Greeks, uh, uh, modern day mm-hmm. Greeks, are they aware of 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 their bowing down to all these false gods and idols, do they do they realize that's part of their history? That, oh, absolutely!
4: And they even teach Greek mythology in as history in their in their school system and and that sort of thing. But Greek, the Orthodox
0: Church, the Greek Orthodox Church, and um, so where did where did that what did, where where does that come from? Where does it come from? Well, just like I mean, uh, that's been around for like thousands yeah
4: yeah it's i mean it it, it's the 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 catholic church you know and then there's splits and splits and this is this is what happened to the body of christ from the beginning there's we know there's one lord one faith one church one baptism one you know god and father of all but (laughs) again People start constructing these doctrinal and theological boats yeah. and saying, "I'm right on this and you're wrong." The, the, so the, we're going creeds. There's the, the door. The creeds, exactly. The creeds rise up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, yeah. I mean, just yeah. the I word. think
3: also, Larry, that people yeah. are trying to create groups called churches that where the people agree on all the details, and that's just not. That's not going to happen. That's a hamster running around. And people leave they get mad over a certain issue and they go somewhere else and meanwhile the task at, of being unashamed for Jesus gets lost
4: exactly and I you know we're talking about the writings of Paul uh, in Romans and mm-hmm. if he talked about any one thing more than other than Jesus he talked about hey y'all <laughs> this Jesus is the focus it's not you know you're he called them disputable matters you know yeah. and so there's the core of the gospel. And this is, this is a, another illustration that I use over there is that it, think of a wagon wheel and you've got a hub and then you've got this rim going around, right? And you've got these spokes that go out from that hub. Well, that hub is holding everything together. And if it weren't for the spokes, the rim would just be flopping around. And if they weren't connected to that hub. And I think that... You know, obviously Jesus is is that hub, and all of religion invites you down one of those spokes. So at the end of one of those spokes is just whatever issue is your thing. You know, it's like this or that or eschatology or your you know understanding of this or that. Come and live in this in this camp, um, and that's why I think there's so many factions, so many divisions in the body of Christ is that everybody's living outside on that rim. I don't want to do that. What I want to do is stay at the hub. When they invite me down to live out here and look at Jesus from the perspective of that doctrine,
0: that's not working for me. If you're reminded, I want to remind you of the gospel I preach to you which you received and on which you've taken your stand. That's the hub. Now, if you stand on something, you're like, mm, that's that's the hub. Yeah. yeah. Better so get, gonna, Better get that on in your heart straight. I'm going to stay in the hub and look at that How issue complicated from my could it perspective be? of Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Hey, Larry, let's take our last break. Um, tell, tell our audience here in our last few minutes, uh, exactly what you're doing in Greece, because, uh, your mission and what you guys are doing is amazing. So tell them about that. And then also in there, tell them, uh, how they can, um, support you if they want to send some help or whatever. Okay. Yeah,
4: that, exactly what we're doing. Uh, that's the issue. We'd never know exactly what we're doing. <laughs> uh, we, we show up, uh, over there and Jesus somehow, um, uses us in that place what what's going on and why why athens is and i think ryan's going to talk about this why athens is the place is it about right now there are there are more war and conflict driven refugees existing in the world than at the height of world war ii Mm -hmm. uh and and so they're coming out of the middle east and northern africa Africa, yeah yeah. i mean and think about it and so um it's Geographically, you you know here's Afghanistan and Iran and Turkey and you hit this water you know right at the edge of Turkey and there's Greece and it's like uh, the geography all these islands and everything you know there's just hundreds and hundreds of islands and some of them are just right off the Turkish coast about a mile and eighty percent of the people running for their lives in this world come right through Athens. And it's like standing in a doorway in all these countries that you, you could never get into. You just stand there, and the Lord's bringing them to you. And so I I always say, I, I've never led anyone to Christ. I just deal with the people that Jesus brings to me. And yep. so our, our kind of phrase is, we're looking for those that are looking for Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all we're doing. And so I have no... Um, you know, <laughs> I always say if God can speak through Balaam's donkey, he can use a guy like me. <laughs> you know, you just where 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 do we fit in? Where do we fit in to the to the kingdom? You yeah. know, and I think we show up. I'm available. Here am I. Yeah. Here am I. Send me.
3: Yeah, I had the same epiphany because I thought, what what can I get involved in? I remember being a teenager thinking what? they would use the word evangelism. I thought, how am I gonna use that word? But when I when I looked at my concordance, that word was nowhere in the Bible. So I thought, what are we doing here? And so then I finally realized that that if I believe that God determined the exact places where we should live. You referred to that Acts 17 earlier, talking about God doesn't live in buildings, but it also says in the exact exact places and the exact time, and he did this so that men would reach out for him and seek him, I thought, what about just the people I come in contact with every day on my normal day? And that's kind of been the mantra that I've been
1: living by I, for, I think that's been our, yeah, that's our lifestyle. It's what we grew up with. Ryan, tell, tell our audience what, how one kingdom is partnering with Larry and what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. So we partnered with Larry,
2: uh, you know, I don't know how many years ago we we are actually or, driven to Athens yeah. through one of the former guests on this podcast, Gary Witherall, which so many of you on the shame nation uh, heard his story. Uh, he, he led us into working with uh, Athens and that led us to, to a meeting with Larry. And uh, you know, Larry's not going to talk about it too much because he doesn't want to. He, he he doesn't want any of the credit, which he, he, he won't no, receive. God's going to get all the glory. That, but, but Larry and his team went to Athens and they are 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 meeting these refugees. They're they're meeting them with some physical needs first, mm-hmm. um, you know, clothing, medical, uh, food uh, on the front end. But but then they're meeting them with the gospel. Yeah, and that's what the coolest thing to me. One of the coolest stories is you hear some of these guys that say they they don't want to hear the gospel. Right. That this is. This is against everything in their core, is to hear that that Jesus is Lord. Uh, it, it almost goes against their um, their identity.
4: No, it didn't. Almost go against their identity. It 100%, goes, yeah,
2: diametrically opposed yeah. to their identity. And some of them were yeah. angry to to hear oh, some of them speak. Yeah. That they were yeah. upset to hear it. But yeah. then there's something about the power of the gospel that it just stuck in their craw, and they yeah. had to learn more. And um, you know, I know we're 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 shorter on time, but there so one kingdom partnered with larry and and their team um to to help fund this mission but also what we wanted to focus on was getting the gospel back into the middle east yeah and that and there's there's some there's a team there and and for their protection we we don't want to mention any names today but uh they are so passionate about this they're not just uh teaching the refugees there they've said you know what we're going to get on the on, on youtube yeah on our facebook live and yeah. we're going to send the gospel back to our home countries because it's not safe for them to go back
4: right it's a death sentence to go back
2: but they're they're getting the gospel yeah. into these unreached areas and that's yeah. something that we're passionate about at one kingdom
4: yeah and i mean they're doing exactly what you're doing phil with the podcast and you guys it's just i mean they are i they're reaching hundreds of thousands through about five different media platforms and then also satellite Mm -hmm. because Iran is internet dark. A lot of people don't know that. It's kind of like North Korea. It's just you can't get uh, a lot of the things that we get. And so satellite actually gets in there. And they're leading two, three, four, five uh, people to Christ in Iran, in Afghanistan. I was teaching on Lesbos Island. That's daily. Daily, I'm
2: getting daily updates of people being led to Christ through this ministry yeah. in, in their home countries of Iran and yeah. Iraq, Afghanistan. And
4: so it's it's just, uh, and the pandemic has accelerated that. It's just like, you know, put gas on a fire. It's just going crazy. But I'm, I'm teaching uh, on at Lesbos Island, which is right next to the Turkish coast one time. This guy walks up to me, and he said, I, I know you. And I said, well, you just got here. You just came from Istanbul, you know, and I hadn't been here long. We've never met. And he said, no, I saw you on the video in Afghanistan. And I'm like, oh, they're yeah. on to me, you know. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's what God is doing. Yeah. In
3: our last five minutes, I wanted to ask you, I thought you made a really good point because I'd like to leave the the people when, when Ryan said, you know, for some reason, the gospel – uh appeals to them and some of those details yesterday i thought when you talked about the role of the evil one compared to us and then from god's perspective that it was really good based on what romans 7 is saying so give Mm. us the thumbnail of that because because a couple of statements you made were quite profound about the evil one's role but i think you were right on target
4: okay Wow, the thumbnail of that. Okay, the, the, I think the point that I think you're talking about was that um, Romans 7, 7 through 13, is set solidly in the past tense. And then when 14 through 25, I think Phil's looking at this right now, there's a dramatic shift that goes into the present tense and people that make the argument that, that Paul's not talking about himself here, he uses the words I, me, and my almost 40 times in 12 verses. He's talking about that. And so at the end of all that, I think I made the point, how many times did you see Paul blame Satan for his problems in those 12 verses? Zero. Zero. And I made the point that, that in the entire book of Romans, Paul never even mentions Satan, except at the very end, after, you know, Hi, Priscilla, Aquila, Rufus, all the names we can't pronounce, and he says, Satan will soon be, the Lord will crush Satan under your feet soon, but not yet. And that's where I got into that already, but not yet. And and here's the whole the takeaway from that is that Satan has been defeated, mm-hmm. he has been rendered powerless, but he has not yet
0: been destroyed. You Know the truth. The truth has set you free yes. from number one, Satan, right. right? Sin, okay. Guilt, right? Law, right? And the grave. Yeah. That's pretty well game set match. It, there, it is. <laughs>
4: and so I mean I, I made the point as well, you know, Jace that that. The only power Satan has over you, if you are in Christ, is the power you give him. He has, you have to give him access Mm -hmm. to our minds, uh, to our hearts, our thoughts, even our physical bodies. That's why don't offer your instruments or your body as instruments of death, you know. Resist
0: him and what? He'll flee flee. from you. Uh, love is, your neighbor and choice. do what's right uh exactly. ha- how 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 right how deep could it be <laughs> yeah so
4: i mean it
0: satan is not your problem he can be
4: a problem but he's not the problem sin is the problem and paul says no nope, this is this is all me i own every bit of this every bit of it uh and thanks be to god that the person that is going to save me from this body that is subject to death is Jesus Christ. And so I'm going to wait, I'm going to watch. I'm, I'm even second Corinthians five. I'm going to have this thorn in my flesh, which Jesus, I am in Jesus three times, take this away from me. Crickets chirping, no answer. Third time, Paul, my grace is sufficient mm-hmm. for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I'm going to leave that thorn right there. And we we praise God all day long for the, everything that he prevents in our lives, the calamity. But will we praise him for what he allows in to make us dependent on him and then leave in place so that we can be humbled and dependent on him? Wow, yeah.
3: Larry, I wanted you to get that point in, yeah, because when you read that Second Corinthians five, you said that, you know, there was a place where our sin met His righteousness, and that place was called the cross, which was in reference to. Romans 7. 25. So obviously
1: we have to get Larry back in the future because uh, this is a good, uh, we could go on like this for another podcast, but Larry's right. got to get on the road I'm and we got to get it, out of here. I
4: don't normally talk this much, but I'm sitting in Jace's chair and <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me now. It's like, yeah, but you didn't.
1: You got to interrupt a little bit more if you really want to capture the it's thing. It's the seed, yeah. Larry. It's the seed. It's not me. It's I'm the sure seed. It I, I believe. I'm, I'm a so, believer.
4: I'm a believer.
1: So as we uh, as we close out, if you want to learn more about Larry, you can go to onekingdom.org. There's information there. They'll tell you about his his work and everything he's doing. Uh, and we appreciate you, Larry. Thank you for preaching. Love so I want to thank our friends here. Love you. Uh, love you too. At Peninsula, uh, Anthony and the boys have Peninsula. allowed us to set up in here in our own room. So I'm gonna, I may destroy everything when I do this, but as we close, I'm gonna turn this computer around and hopefully you'll get a look at what, oh. we'll, where we'll be playing later today, oh. All right?
4: Well, there it is that's just fantastic
1: jace will be hitting the ball uh, over in that water and uh, and i'll be <laughs> taking some of shot. that money might, yeah, be too, yeah. might be some frogs in there too jace. <laughs> <laughs> i've already
4: looked and, uh... <laughs> Yeah. <thumbs Yes>. <laughs> all right
1: thank you guys love you larry thank you buddy
4: love you too bob
1: thanks for listening to the unashamed podcast help us out by rating us on itunes